guys oh my god i'm finally here again <laughs> hi guys I've, I've missed recording for so much who, who, who would have known right that I would, I would get to love this so much sometimes uh, for the past one month i've been preparing for my midterm exams you know trying to submit assignments you know so yeah like they say grad school is the actual ghetto so yeah but um so today i'm bringing to you i'm bringing you <laughs> Our most awaited episode. Woo! We're having our first guest my, with my very good friend, Pearl Abwe. So we recorded this um, episode that you're about to listen to about two months ago. And as, as it is with life, things change. Decisions change, you know. But the overarching um, theme of the episode is still to inspire hope. It's still to inspire hard work, you know, and faith and trust in God. And I hope that um, that doesn't change after you listen to it either way. So I've had to put out, I'm putting out the disclaimer just to protect the credibility of my guests. And I'll still like to give a shout out to my friend Pearl for still allowing me to publish this episode, even though um, things might still be uncertain right now. But that's probably just you still here. And um, especially if you're following my Instagram and my Twitter. Like, see, I'm not, I'm not the one to care about following and followers or please i don't have strength for that but i'm just like if you like i I just feel like the gist would make more sense or would be you know if well if it's me i mean that's what i would do i would follow you everywhere so that i don't miss a bit so (laughs) if you're if you're keen on following me on instagram and twitter just to keep up to date you know you should do that If, if you're probably on the podcast website i have um linked those i've linked both both of the social media there and yeah so i still remember when pearl and i recorded this episode it was on the day that's the fun fact it was on the day that um, i started showing symptoms for covid and i fish on unfortunately gave my friend pearl covid too but we survived it and that's something i plan to share in um, a subsequent episode and that night i just kept telling her pearl if we don't do this if we don't record this episode this night i just have a feeling i'm going to wake up and not be in the mood tomorrow and i don't want to have to do this over zoom and then when we now listen to it after we just kept giggling and we're like oh my god we did it joe we did it girl we did it <laughs> and we're so happy that we, we recorded it and i'm also so happy to because right now I'm about to release it. So round of applause, round of applause for our first guest, round of applause for her. So um, I went to Texas for the winter break and I have pictures of that on Instagram. You can see like things we did. She took me to a museum. She made coconut rice for me. You know, we, we are, we had, I had quite a bit of fun. So yeah, it was fun while it lasted. So this is something we just did together. And best believe I have, a whole lineup of other guests for you guys and i'm hoping that god will give me the time and the grace to manage my time wisely so i'll be able to do all these interviews you know and make all these appointments that i need to make because because it's, it's getting bloody out here the exam i wrote today there was just smoke smoke everywhere and i don't even know if i still burnt the questions <laughs> it's all these kind of exams where you know like Everybody's just quiet when they're done because people start giving up. 25 questions. If you're on Twitter, you'd have seen me ranting. 25 questions for three hours. They still added extra 30 minutes. Some people like me, our exams still submitted by itself, meaning we did not finish. But our my God don't wear flip-flop. He don't he don't wear flip-flop. So I'm confident. <laughs> okay, this extra intro is getting too long. Bye, 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 bye. Enjoy the episode. And please don't forget to like. Okay, you can't probably like. But don't forget to share, review it. Send me a message. Send me an email. Share with your friends and all your friends that you know are studying abroad. Let us all grow this community. Thank you very, very much. And I'll see you next episode. Bye, guys. <laughs> Welcome back to the Non-Immigrant Student Podcast. Um, today, I'm ex- especially happy because I have my first guest on this podcast. <laughs> and she's no other than Dr. Pell Abwe. Oh my God. Too. My friend. <laughs> my 
ex-roommate, oh my, my general secretary, oh. my yeah. <laughs> the vanilla, what do I say? The cream Sorry. to my Oreos. Yeah. Um, the sunlight to my what? What was that thing I always say? I don't know. I need to read that card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then what else do I call you? Oh. There's something to my diamond. Pearl to my diamond. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hi guys. Yeah. Oh, Hi. hey, 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 hey. Well, I'm not introducing you yet. Okay. So today we're just here. Today is Sunday, January 10th, 2021, I believe. 9.42 p.m. CST. Timestamp. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just here sipping a cup of green tea, lime juice, and honey. While Pearl has her orange juice here, we're just trying to get into the mood for this podcast. And today we're going to be talking about why she dropped out of PhD. <laughs> Why she dropped out of PhD with a twist of faith, actually. With a twist of faith, faith, not faith, faith. <laughs> and um, I, so this particular podcast, this particular episode rather, is for PhD students. And I just want you to know that, you know, there's still like glimmer in the dust, you know, like even though you have five years ahead of you, anything can go wrong and anything can become right, you know, like. You know, let me let me just leave that for Pearl to say. So Pearl, introduce yourself. <laughs> I'm not going okay, first of all, let me ask the question for okay, so you're going to introduce yourself, your past, your present, where you're going, how we met. I'll let you give your version of the story of how we met. Then <laughs> I will clarify any misconstrue misconstruments. Misconstrue in what's so great what misconstrue. <laughs> I guess. Whatever. Okay, so yeah, over to you, P. Alright. Hi guys. Hi. Um, so my name is Pearl Abwe. Uh, currently a PhD student at the University of Texas at Austin. Yes, girl. In the chemi department. Chemi for chemical engineering. Um, I also study a chemical engineering. I also studied chemical engineering during my undergrad. I was tools course mate yeah. for five years. Oh my gosh. And it was quite the five years. Um, and you were the upstairs girl and I was the downstairs girl. Yeah, for, <laughs> temporarily. And then we became roommates. And I mean, before we became roommates, we have been friends for a while. We worked together. I was her general secretary. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing because I felt, I feel like God really directed tools to me at that point in time. Mm-hmm. I really needed that opportunity and it came at the best time and we worked together. And at that moment, I was like, tools, whenever you need me to be your general secretary, I'm always here. And that was the beginning of a very amazing journey. There were roommates and I was her general secretary again during our convocation. And since then, we've been inseparable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you guys know that people said um, their friends' peas, but tools on one of my friends that I said her pee. I was like, No, you didn't say I my pee. This girl's friend, please. When? Work. Don't lie. Jeez, I'm not like I told you. Oh, girl. Oh, yeah. Still, still that juice. I was testing tools' pee. How? What level? Oh, my God. I need to be this girl's friend. Like, after I walked with you, I was like, It's a lie. So it's not just working thing. Like, we actually have to be friends. Then you were. Joy's roommate, and I yeah. would like come to buy eggs. That time, I yeah. was just like, No, I must be close to tools. The tools because tools close, close to all the girls. That like, I'm just like, Oh my god, I want to be close to these girls. So I made sure that I qualified. My head has for... reached the roof for yeah, this room. Yeah, that's the I qualified, and oh my god, I did. And like today, we're sitting down in Austin, Texas. Yeah. Tools is right next to me. She came to see me, of course, I know. because she absolutely loves me. and I mean, yeah, where I'm going. So I still have a couple of years to go on my PhD. I'm kind of in my second year, but when I get into the story, you guys will understand that really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and after this, I, I I really want to go into air quality consulting, but mm. you'll know more about my research when I talk about my journey in total. So yes, guys, I'm really looking forward to All these best accents. Of course, of course. My, I've always, I've always spoken to amazingly, but you know oh that. Oh my goodness. You know Rolling my eyes pale. Okay. <laughs> okay. So first of all, she doesn't, yeah, there's nothing to clarify apart from, aside from the fact that, okay. So my version of the story of how I met pale was, and what I meant by upstairs girl, downstairs girl, when we came into Common University. So girls whose names, like surnames were A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, they were on a different floor upstairs. And the rest of us, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P to Z, were downstairs. So Pearl was like, so we had the chem girls who were like upstairs girls. Shout out to all common investors students, you get that. <laughs> <laughs> when Esther Hall, you were on B400, right? Yeah, and I was on C100 floor. And then 
Yeah, so Pearl was like the most friendly of them all. No shades from my other chem girls. <laughs> and then, really? and then, I mean, please get up. And then, so in three hundred level, when I was approached by shout out Ina Davis, Jethro, Samakos, these are people who came to me. I'm like, oh, we see what you do with the National Society of Chemical Engineers, the Common University Student Chapter. I would like you to be the college with chairman for CST and COE, which is College of Science and Technology and College of Engineering. I was like, oh, of course, but I'm scared, you know, and all of that. And then Jitro talked me into it, and then I became that. And of course, I had to build my team. And I actually, a lot of my team had my friends because I had, I knew no other person, but I was willing to like trust them. And so I met Pearl because I just, I didn't even know why. For the fact that I don't know why makes me think, oh, it was destined. And I met her one day in the bathroom, and I was like, should I ask Pearl? Because I was really looking for someone, right? And you know, you ran for general secretary with yeah, Ofri. and Ofri won. won. <laughs> and back then, Ofri was my friend. So of course I voted Ofri. <laughs> but I felt bad because I thought Pearl was my friend too. Oh, God. And then, so that's why I was like, I should ask Pearl to also be a general secretary, you know? So of the college week stuff. And that was how I asked and approached. And she said yes. And then in 500 level, when I was also approached to join the convocation planning committee by Dia. Shout out to you, Dia. Shout out to you, Regal Set 2018. <laughs> And I called on Pearl again because of her extreme work ethic, her dedication, her, you know, she, remember you're the one who created the whole templates for the book drive and all that. So oh, I could yeah. trust, you know, just working with you that you know. I actually did that. Oh my God. Yeah, we girl from here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know, people that you can trust. And so that was her French. And yeah, we were friends in 400 level. Alpha, alpha semester. Mm. That's what we call first semester in CU. And shout out to our third roommate, Bisola. Yeah. Right? Yes, who taught us to eat Suyangari. Oh my god, Suyangari, LYG. <laughs> no, oh, I thought you did eat LYG. You thought it did? Was it not me? I, I wasn't. You, I can't remember. LYG is LYG going, by the way. But you know, <laughs> please, please, please. Fast, fast forward, fast forward. So that's, so that's how our friendship has been going strong. And then she came to the US. I'm also in the US. I've been, I arrived in the US November 2nd, 2020. And of course, you will get to know my journey better in the subsequent episodes. But I'm here in Austin for Christmas. I was supposed to even go to California. See how I'm feeling myself. <laughs> my uncle booked a it's ticket like, for we me. We travel, guys. Yeah. Travel. That was the plan. That's the thing. Like, as a non-immigrant student, never limit yourself. Don't tell yourself you just came here for the books, girl. Oh, no. like, you came here I for came... the experience. Yes, I came here to start a new life. I'm just going through the path of school. So, yeah. you know, that's so I'm really open-minded to it. And somehow, my and my younger sister, Tammy, shout out to you, who just finished her master's at Durham University, UK. Always told me to not have a poverty mindset even if the money my parents our parents are sending us you feel like it's not enough don't go thinking oh i have to do this i have to sell i have because i sold so many african print clothes to bring to the u.s to sell you know to the african community i was like thinking of ways to sustain myself meanwhile there's god you know and yeah i am faith share similar faith of christianity so yeah you probably get to know more about that because the twist of faith we mentioned earlier was an act of god we cannot we cannot accrue that kind of testimony to anybody else. Not the universe, not the what else they call God. The universe, manifestation, <laughs> and all that crap. Nope. <laughs> we can only accrue it to God. Yeah, so, Pearl, so tell us, what was your journey like? So when you finished coming to university in 2018, when did you come to the U.S.? How did you choose your school? I know you applied to Yale University and UT Austin, Texas. So, like, why? Why did you choose here? I'm, I'm trying to phrase the question properly. Why did you choose to come to the U.S.? Like, what's your grad school journey, essentially? Okay. okay, so... Up until the date of resumption. Okay, okay. That, that's a very deep question. But, okay, guys, let's, let's take you down this road. Very interesting road. Um... So right from time, I've always told my friends that my dad, shout out, shout out to my dad. Yeah, CBN daddy. I'll put that out there. <laughs> shout out to my dad. I absolutely love that man so much. Yeah, so my dad has always been an academic person. He got into Columbia University when I was really young, but he didn't have the funds to go. So it had always been his dream that like his children would go to Ivy Leagues. Like no matter what, you're going to go to an Ivy League. I mean, shout out to the man right now. He's going to Harvard for the Harvard Executive Business School. I really have to shout him out, guys. I really have to. <laughs> so yeah so my journey started with him actually um i knew that after graduating i was going to go for masters i was going to go for masters and um the question was where so school 
ended like our graduation wasn't up on up until july school ended in about may um and then i got home and i started looking for where i would have gre lessons asked a bunch of friends found the first place that was absolutely a waste of my time and then i finally found the second place which became my home do you in, want to shout out to that yeah school? definitely yeah. shout out to exam planets um some people call them mac iv i think where um they are both in lagos and abuja actually and they were just absolutely amazing shout out to david Tommy and di also for the plug because yeah you need to shout out the plugs but <laughs> yeah so i started my jerry lesson uh, in about um september and that was i had just come back from us i was here for the first time in dc for vacation it was so amazing by the way i had so much fun guys i was just like i need to come back to this country but yeah that's by the way yeah so i came back and i started my jerry lessons in september um when i started i had to also look for schools and um at the time, I really didn't know how to search for schools. Uh, I was doing it all by myself. And knowing my dad, I knew that like top criteria would be top 10 schools in the US. So I searched for top 10 schools. Obviously, the Ivy Leagues are the top 10 schools with a few other schools. But then th something, I think I spoke to someone and then they were like, think about what you want to do in grad school and then go after that. Now, my initial aim was actually a master's. So I decided to search for the best chemical engineering grad schools. Actually, no, I decided to search for the best environmental engineering grad schools because that that's honestly where my passion lies in just taking care of the environment, basically. Um, and a bunch of schools came up. The number one school, I can't remember what it was, but UT Austin was number four that year. And I was just like, okay, this school looks cool. Checked it out. Their environmental engineering program, spectacular. I remember the person that I really wanted to work for. I, it was just amazing. So yeah, UT Austin was my top choice. Yale was the second school that was my other choice. Um, Canada was supposed to be, be an option, but like I couldn't really find anything I was interested in there. And I'm just like, I'm not going to go after anything I'm not interested in. So, um, I started my applications. I started my applications while I was still preparing for GRE. Um, my GRE was the second week, week of October and I wrote my GRE then. I had quite a, a good score, a good score. Some people think it was amazing. I had a 320 in GRE, I guess. Yeah, that's what I had. Go, girl. <laughs> Please. Yeah, I, oh my God, I forgot to mention. So in our class, what number were you? I knew you graduated top 10. Right? Uh, yeah, I don't know. What and and no point for forcing me. I, I, don't tell me, don't know what you were. I actually don't know. <laughs> but, okay, wait, 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 I think so. But I know you finished at 4.8 or 9. 4.74. 4.74. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's my friend, guys. <laughs> that's my friend. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. So, um, my GRE was great. Yeah. My GRE was great. Um, and then after GRE came camp. So my applications took a pause. So I went to NYC camp, worst experience of my life, got out of camp, <laughs> jumped right into working. And I also still had to write TOEFL. So wait, would you do camp again or NYC? Ha. Like the rest of the <laughs> nine months, or you do which if you had to, choose I would one. do the rest of the re nine months. Really, camp. Yes. I would do camp again, but I would not do Abuja camp. Please, but guys, Abuja was much chill than whoever Lagos. is listening to this podcast. If you want to go to camp, don't go to the camp in Abuja because that's really? an absolute. Don't they, Lagos. They they Lagos like was chill are there. there. Of course, yes, rich people are there, but it is. It, ah. The camp is a horrible experience. Don't go there. L O L. Go to Lagos. But, but that's the point. Have... That's the point. Your what? camps might not be nice, but those remaining nine months in Abuja are chilled. Clarence is not like okay, so far yeah, in Lagos. The remaining nine months yes. in Abuja are chilled. You can redeploy after camp in Lagos. Shad don't go to camp in I wouldn't think this guy came to our camp. All those our night stuff we used to do. What's the name of this guy that is in Maven Records? His name starts with R. Rikadobas. I think he came. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I'll enjoy Lagos camp, but the rest, the clearance. Yeah, no, 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 it no, brings no. out the, rest the worst of nine in you. months. It brings out the worst in you. Absolutely, <laughs> Abuja rest of nine months, beautiful, but yeah. the camp experience, don't do it. Okay, anyway, that's <laughs> fine. So I came, I was, I came back from camp, and then I had to write TOEFL, and camp ended sometime in November, so I, I took off three weeks to prepare for my TOEFL. My applications were mostly closing the first week of December. Um, UT Austin was closing on the fifth of December. Yale was closing on the fifteenth of. December and I mean broke TOEFL. TOEFL was also really good. I've found people that did better, but TOEFL was good. Tell us your score. Tell um, us your score. What did I score? I think a 111 mm -hmm. out of 120. So mm -hmm. that was also 111 or 112? 
111 or 110 even but i don't know one something out Mm -hmm. of 120 and i finished up my applications um and yeah i applied to ut austin only runs a phd program in chemical engineering while yale runs a master's program and i felt like i was going to get into yale since it was a master's program over a phd program in ut austin um however in the first week of january i got a call from the graduate coordinator no the recruitment advisor here in ut austin and she was like congratulations pearl i just called to tell you that you got into ut austin she's like oh my god and i was at work that day i think i was screaming in the place that i took call because that was the best news i had do you remember when i walked you we spoke on the phone. Yeah. And then you told me you got into your studio and I left my table and I went to the canteen. And I was, there, I was just there shouting, like, girl, you don't mean it. You're going to the US. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and it was so yeah. amazing, guys. Like, that that happened. And then, like, I got my offer letter. I was fully funded. Um, mm-hmm. These were things I forgot to check. Like, all these things you should know to check before you start your grad school journey. Check if the school has funding. I forgot to check this. But How like, do they check? Um, you can find most of this information on the website page. But like, if you don't find it there, feel free to email your grad coordinator. Like, emails will save you a lot. Anything a lot. you don't find, just send an email and ask the question. I and agree. they will reply. Like, yeah. for my Nigerian crowd listening to this, I know mm-hmm. that a lot of you don't know how to ask questions. I used to be like that. But like, send your questions. They will answer you. Mm-hmm. They, they want you to ask questions. They want to be sure you know everything you're doing. Mm-hmm. So just ask your questions. You'll get a response. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so I got my offer. I was fully funded. That was amazing. I was really excited. My dad wasn't going to have to pay for any fees. So it was amazing. All I had to was buy tickets. Wonderful. This is what we want to hear. <laughs> I also had like a stipend from a GRE appointment. So that was Do you was mind good. sharing how much? Um, I mean, it was, it was, it was significant. It was about t- 30k annually, which I know for Nigerians sounds like a lot, but like, I mean, here it's just management lifestyle, but you'll be mm. fine. Shall I? Like, You're proud. It's enough for you to survive comfortably. <laughs> you'll yeah. be okay you won't, yeah. you won't lack yeah. and my friend is so bougie <clears throat> like in our apartment you say cool things guys i wish i could do a Tell video to support this podcast <laughs> like she buys the most bougie things Tell i'm like please. wait why do you need this completely unnecessary <laughs> this is this is not relevant information and now she has she wait excuse me please she's now like steve jobs first daughter what? or does he even have children i don't know <laughs> Oh, your apple buys, and we're so proud of you. She oh, makes me feel know. like she makes me my friend, and that's something I learned from her. You know, don't <laughs> be so frugal with money to yourself. Buy the things you like to buy. Yes, you know? guys. Of yes. course, we're saving. I know she saves a lot. So, yeah, you so. need to save, but just just learn how to be happy. Like, don't don't save to the point that you're not happy. Like mm-hmm. you're you're struggling. Mm-hmm. Like, be happy and, and your next save. your next buy is a car right i can't oh wait. by god's grace amen <laughs> praise jesus amen <laughs> in my crowd yeah <laughs> um yeah um so yeah i got my offer letter and then i started like i had already decided i was going to come to ut awesome because i i preferred your research anyway i had decided that i was just going to do the phd anyway mm-hmm. um so did you get into yale i didn't get into yale guys guess what the school i thought i was going to get into i didn't get into yale i got there um, rejection letter sometime in February. And just after the, re- the rejection letter came, I got a scholarship offer from the grad school at UT Austin. So I was going to be getting a scholarship in addition to my fully funded admission What's offer. The scholarship? The um, or something? No, it was, was it um, Afren, Afren Endowment Scholarship. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, it's from the grad school. It was from the dean. So it was just amazing based on my academic, my outstanding academic, academic record. record. <laughs> I was like, damn, I didn't know my academic record was outstanding, guys. But thanks. Yo, I really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that happened. And, um, uh, that, that, that happened. I accepted my offer to UT Austin. Then I started making preps for visas. Um, and that, that's also a process. It just, it's actually very basic. It's all on the website. Just apply for your visa. Mm-hmm. Go for your interview. That time was also rocky. That was when, um, they stopped the entire Dropbox thing in Nigeria. So it was pretty rocky, but. Things- could you, could you renew your tourist visa for a student visa? No, 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 no. But like, either way, I had to do an interview, but like they had stopped giving out dates that period as well because of the entire Dropbox thing. So it was really, ah, when would they start giving? But anyway, dates came out. I had my interview. My interview was the bomb. I was asked only five questions that were really like, really tell like, us, tell us. Yeah. The first question was, so why do you apply to such big schools? And I was just like, um, 
Well, they were the only schools that had what I wanted. So I mm-hmm. only applied to those two schools because I didn't see why I should apply to other schools. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they were like, okay, what do your parents do? And I told them that. And yeah, it was like, okay, so pick up your visa. So you made like, three questions. The, um, the first one was what two schools you applied to. The second one was why those big schools. The third one was what do your parents do. I can't actually remember the reason. Yeah, but I know that your I remember your visa process being really easy. Yeah. All of us wishing that we had that. <laughs> yeah. It was just very straight very to the point. Straight to the point. Not so too much really, buzz Exactly. Nothing <laughs> excessive. Exactly. Very basic questions that you would expect to have answers to. Mm-hmm. So um And sorry, extra tip. I feel like if everything is straightforward with you and your application and like you already have funding, which is common for PhD students. Yeah. I feel like your interview should be a breeze. If you didn't get it, and there's something wrong because it's like yeah. you should get it and as long as everything is transparent you should definitely get it yeah yeah there's try. really nothing like you should get your visa mm-hmm. most of like yeah actually you should they're not out to get you mm-hmm. contrary to popular belief yeah they're not out to get you so yeah that happened and then my trip was set for the 8th of august 20. 2019 yeah. and um my family members love me so much so of course they opted to come here with me because mm-hmm. they're like Let's go on vacation. <laughs> so they came here on their vacation. And yeah, to my start days, right? Okay, my start day was 15th of August. That's when my orientation started. Mm-hmm. And that was interesting. There was really nothing special. We learned the Longhorn song that I can't remember today. But I absolutely am a Longhorn, guys. And I love this school. <laughs> but yeah, I can't remember it right now. Um, okay, let me... Yeah, let me... so... More um, questions to you. Yeah, so what well, the question I wanted to ask. So now I remember the first time I got to my campus. I couldn't even video. I couldn't. It was just like, wow, am I really here? And you know, my <laughs> old story is like deeper. It's like deep, you know? Like with I mean, the pandemic, I came in pandemic, like even when they weren't giving visas. So I remember just being like, wow, am I actually here? No, no, no. Am I really in corner? I was even looking for like, um, like signboards that show oh, welcome to Cornell because I couldn't still believe it that I came. So <laughs> how was it for you when you? First saw your campus. The night, the night you slept. Where did you even sleep before you before you started renting this apartment? Because um, I remember I had an Airbnb oh. that was kind of close to here. Actually, like was, okay. I could walk to the Airbnb I stayed stayed at from my current apart apartment. Oh, I see. Um, no, I'm coming. I I want to say something before I and ask you another question. So the night I came here and yeah. I slept. I thought I wouldn't be able to sleep. And the next day, I woke up crying for some reason. I just woke up crying because I couldn't believe it. I just kept crying. I kept saying, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Because I couldn't still believe that I made it out of the U.S. So I don't know how deep yours was for you. But like the night you slept, I woke up. How was it for my you? My first <laughs> night here. Yeah. My first night in my apartment. Mm-hmm. My first night in my apartment. Here or Airbnb? Wherever. I mean, my first night in the U.S. I think it was pretty regular because school hadn't started. So everything was just, it just felt like break. And I was not in a different country. Oh. But my first time in my apartment, like when it really dawned on me mm-hmm. that <laughs> it was real. I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God, I'm living by myself. I actually yeah. couldn't sleep that night. Yeah. And I was sleeping on an air mattress. I know this might be TMI, but guys, <laughs> when you get an unfurnished apartment, that's part of the perks. You're going to sleep on an air mattress for mm-hmm. one night at least. And yeah, that was, it was really uncomfortable. I was missing my parents. I was... Yeah. It was a lot though, but how old were you when you came to the US by the way? Um, how old was I? I was twenty two. Okay. Yeah, I was twenty two guys. Twenty two. I wasn't I wasn't young, I was actually an old man, but what? That was my first time now being living by myself. So, yeah. It was just something else. But yeah, um it was it was it wasn't too emotional. I wasn't crying like tools, guys. Just so y'all know, I don't cry like tools. Whatever. <laughs> okay. So now to the cocoa of this gist. Mm, the meats. Pearl, please be ready to like spill over. Please. Yeah, I'm not gonna cry, guys. So, <laughs> so, so we all know how tough like the PhD journey is. PhD wasn't even something on the table for me because it's just like five years. Like what the heck? Like what the heck? Like why? It wasn't on my table. Like why? Like why would I be giving to so much research? And I'm sorry to say this, but I'm sorry to every other PhD guy. Like, I finally had, maybe because my final year project was on biofuels. Since then, because I had little or no results, like negligible production of my bioethanol, I do not believe in the research of things concerned with oh climate. God. Okay, I shouldn't. Please, I mean, they have told me not to be saying this in public, but I see. 
Like, I do not believe in the, in the beauty of research anymore. Okay, no, I can't say I don't believe. I mean, I do believe, but it's really hard to, like, come to terms with it because I'm like, it never, at the end of the day, you do it for five years, one next. Is it ever implemented and all that? So what's your drive? I know now that you're on a PhD track, but tell us, how was the journey? So I told, I've told my audience that you dropped out of PhD. So I want you to, like, describe from your resumption now till now how you've been able to, you know, Manuva. Work with your advisor, how you moved from a TA to a GRA, oh, how you journey. thought okay, no, let me not give that away. How <laughs> how you dropped out and please tell them your PhD. I want them to even know that even like it happens to the best of you guys. You yeah. Know? Oh, best of you guys who like finish the first class and all that. It happens to the best of you. Definitely. Like how did you how did you maneuver that and what was God's role in, in all of this? That. Okay. So um, so guys, uh, yeah, I got here and my first semester, I had three compulsory co- courses. Now for the chemies out there, I'm going to tell you the three courses because y'all need to know. It was transport, thermo, and kinetics. The three pillars of chemie in one semester. I thought I was going to die. <laughs> and honestly, I feel like some nights I did, but thankfully. So who thought transport in CU? Um, Adeyo, Adeyo and, and, and Anozi. Who taught Temo? Uh, what's this guy's name? Like, Udoni, Udoni. And who else? And Ayola. And, and Ayola. Then, and yes. who taught? What's the last one? Kinetics. Sunny. Sa- oh, Fogla. Sunny. See, Fogla's Sunny is actually my fave. So Shout out to you, Dr. Sunny. Dr. Sunny is actually my big time fave. So okay, this is a comment down to me. Inside <laughs> joke for Kemkan kind of learns today. Yeah, he's actually, he's, he's my we're, we're each other's faves actually <laughs> we like each other so much anyway yeah um yeah so i had to do those three courses in one semester and the requirement to keep keep on with the phd was to have a 3.0 a minimum of a 3.0 gpa now that means that i had to have at least a b in all the courses or even if i had like a b minus in one of them i had to like make up with an a in the others Unfortunately, at the end of that semester, I had two B minuses and a B. So I had a 2.78 GPA. Wow. And I received an email on the no, I'm Sorry, tell them what B is in, in like in raw score. Because <laughs> they need to know that we're out here. <laughs> this is the thug life with these grades. But, <laughs> in my so, school, like B is 80. Sorry, B is like, I think 86 to 90 or so. Like, tell yeah, me what's your see, B. It's basically the same thing. Okay, no, I think a B here is like from the 70s, maybe 75 mm-hmm. to 80. Mm-hmm. But like here, they even grade on a curve. So like, mm-hmm. it basically depends on the rest of the classes, grades. It's just wild, guys. It's just wild. Yeah, it's a wild life. It's just wild. <laughs> so um, on 19th of December, 2019, I got the email where, sorry, but you have you have moved to the master's program because hmm. you were unable to meet up with the requirements. Or um, more. <laughs> That's an almost day right there. <laughs> that night, I was... I was supposed to go to the trail of lights with my roommate and one of our course mates. I just told her, I told her what happened and I told her I wasn't going to be able to go. I thought I was going to sit in the house and cry. I didn't cry. The next day I had to see, um, my graduate, my graduate coordinator talk about the options I had moving forward. And as I got there, I just broke down in her office and she was really like, yeah, she's white. She's white. Ellie, Ellie, I absolutely love Ellie. Ellie has been a blessing. Honestly, Mm -hmm. she has just been so amazing. I owe her thanks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I really like, she was like, do you want a hug? Are you okay? I was like, I'm fine, Ellie. I'm fine. And I also had to leave Austin that day because I was supposed to go to go on vacation with my family in Florida. But yeah, so I cried and then she told me that I had three options. I could either choose to leave completely if I didn't want to go on. Leave where? Leave school. Like I could just go. (laughs) That was an option if I didn't want to continue Mm -hmm. or I could continue on a master's track Mm -hmm. in the chemistry department or I could move to a different department and do a PhD. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I had a conversation with my advisor. My advisor is also a blessing. She, she has been a huge blessing in my life because I hear other people's experiences, but she accommodates them. And she's like, if you want to stay, you can stay and you can continue with your research. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'm going to do that. So I spoke to her and she was like, you could move to the civil department. But the thing is that a master's in chemi is more valuable right now, if you think about it. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to stick with this and continue on a master's in chemi. So my second semester, I had to take three courses. So that's nine credit hours. (laughs) 
I had to TA for 20 hours mm-hmm. <laughs> and TA to keep my tuition paid. And then I had to also do some research because I really still wanted to do a research. And I was choosing to be on the thesis track for a master's program as opposed to the course only track. Because I was thinking about con- getting a PhD again eventually. What's the title of your thesis? Um, I don't have a thesis. I don't have a thesis title right now, guys. But, but what's your worry. research about? Um, my research is in air quality, so I deal with indoor and outdoor air quality. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, basically, if I were to go into the inner details, you guys might get lost. But <laughs> that's what I deal with, though. Mm-hmm. Just ask me your questions. So you you haven't also mentioned the blessing that you could still keep your funding oh that wasn't a blessing because (laughs) it wasn't a blessing my funding my funding like in terms of my tuition now came in form of a ta like i couldn't get tuition so even as a phd with your fellowship and all that you weren't ta no i wasn't i I was i was a gra so it was like a free ride free ride it wasn't a free ride because i was a gra like my tuition was getting paid as a gra but when you're no longer a phd student you have to ta for that unless somebody is willing to employ you as a gra do you want to define what a ta is like so a ta is a teaching assistant so you need to like help out professors with their classes while a gra is a graduate research assistant and that's just you basically doing research for whatever lab you're working with um they ideally pay the same thing but for some reason the gra ship pays more than the ta ship for no, some reason 200 dollars or so you said not really yeah it depends okay. about, i really don't know the yeah i'm just like trying to give them all the dates so like <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so that happened so i had to ta for 20 hours take nine credit out credit hours and courses and also do research on my own time whenever i could so that was i mean it was a lot it was a lot but like i was also low-key almost sleeping into depression so i had to work out and all that like, i started working out because of that which was fun but yeah mm-hmm. um then that happened. So I continued like that on my journey. Luckily, I'm never say luckily, by God's grace, because God had a huge hand to play in this. Mm-hmm. Um, in summer, I got employed as a GRA. Yeah, I forgot to mention. At the end of that semester, I had a 4.0 GPA. So yeah, I got my mojo back. Woo! Go girl. I knew you. I, <laughs> you always had it in you. And you, have, you, you also have to shout out to our girl posts. Yeah, like, shout, shout out, out to, to my girls that were constantly listening to all my tears because I cried a lot. I cried a lot. <laughs> I cried. Oh God, I was just crying. I cried. Yeah, it was anyway, a lot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I remember still when you told us that you might not be getting a PhD. I mean, I'll still be there calling you Dr. P. Dr. Yeah, P. like, I. It was like I wasn't even. It only hit me oh yet. Oh my God. Having oh to my tell God. everyone that I was no longer, like, doing a PhD. PhD. Did you have to change was, your LinkedIn and all that? I'd never really updated my LinkedIn prior to that. So, I mean, I think I did, but then I had to, like, just a few changes because I wasn't, like, a PhD candidate yet. Mm-hmm. So, so, like, Anyhow, all those things happened. It was just a lot having to tell people that, oh yeah, no, I'm now doing a masters and mm-hmm. all. So yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, because personally, I just like transparency. I in feel my like life. dragging some other people. Lol, why? Like, <laughs> because like some people's names that we <laughs> the first letter of the alphabet, but let's not go into that. You know, the person who like doesn't believe, and let me just drag anybody that does not believe in common university students. Let me just oh, drag you. Please, yeah. I'm dragging you by your shirt, by your trouser. <laughs> I know what she's talking about. But, right? uh, but yes. Ah. Oh because my. like who do you think you are? The comments I received, <laughs> I got comments like, oh my god, like you're from Covenant University. I don't even know how you got here. Hey! You would think that everything that had happened to me wasn't enough. To I would have lost my own training. <laughs> to I'm destroy like, my confidence. And then people could still say such like things. Like how dare to you? Me. I but haven't told them that why did they go go and get into MIT? What Ooh, nonsense! Actually, what nonsense! I think at that point my <laughs> co confidence was like in the gutter, so I couldn't even like muster a response. I just felt like it was true, so it was really worsening my whole situation. I don't mm-hmm. really love guys, but yeah, I'm fine. Now, I'm fine. Yeah, of mostly, course you are. Mostly, Dr. P. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. so yeah, um, my advisor employed me for the summer. Luck, by God's grace, because yeah. it was God. So and she still had her money. Yeah, so which was very so, key. So yeah, because I was already thinking about how i wanted to survive internships everything rejection rejection but you also have to shout out to your dad who told you that yeah he will still be there to support you financially i mean yeah definitely my daddy you people know already should by now you people should know i love the man (laughs) yes we all know (laughs) 
But yeah, um, so, and then my f- next And semester, how do you show appreciation to your parents? Like for any time you remember, oh, I'm oh here God. because of them. I, how do I you, honestly do you don't do know. That? Sometimes I just tell them, thank you. I feel like I, I really need to do something big and grand for them. Then, I'm still yeah. trying to figure out what it is. Guys, please, suggestions. God bless. But wait, even if you send dollars to your parents, do they need it? I mean, exactly. I mean, That's the thing with monetary gifts and parents. They don't exactly need it. So you want to do something more, more special, thoughtful full, yeah. and all of that and i've not been able to figure out what it is but i need to do something because i'm on this life very ephemeral exactly. just so they need to know i love them i need to yeah. know i'm grateful at some point of so course. yeah and then okay after the summer semester i wasn't doing any course all i did was research that period and then i moved into i moved into my my last semester which was the fall 2020 semester so this would be my third semester in my master's program that should have been four semesters so during that semester, I was talking to my va- advisor. We, should, we still had regular meetings and she was like, um, I don't know what your plan is and I don't want to make you stay here, but I just wanted to suggest that you could reapply to the Kemi program if you want and just, just reapply and we'll see what happens from there. And then funny enough, at the start of that semester, she became the grad advisor and that was, it was, it was, it became, so much, I won't say easier, but she could tell me a lot of things that were like, okay, these are the things that we're thinking about. So yeah, consider doing this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Consider doing this. So I decided to reapply to the program. So I was, re- I reapplied to UT Austin. I re- reapplied to the Kemi program. As what? Well, master's PhD? At, for a PhD. I replied to the PhD Kemi program. And in December, like 5th, I got, fifth, yeah, December 5th of 2020, I got a message that my application had been cancelled, guys. Cancelled. What does that even mean? <laughs> that, I remember that. That wait was the first it, thought it. that got past me. Like, what does cancelled even mean? So I started sending emails. I sent an email to her. I sent an email to the grad, graduate coordinator. I sent an email to the recruitment advisor because they had all encouraged me to reapply, right? And then my application was cancelled. And then on Tuesday after that week, I think that was like the, the 8th or something, I got a chance to speak with our graduate coordinator and she was like, oh, well, your application was canceled because apparently you're still in the PhD program. So there was no reason for you to reapply. And all of this just happens to be an internal issue that we have to resolve so guys so why were you still on the PhD program was it because of your 4.0 you now got after or no 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 i was still on phd program because officially they had to like file to move me to the master's program but like that document wasn't filed for some reason say say it like you told us she what that document wasn't filed for some because reason. what oh that document wasn't filed for some reason and i mean that that worked out well for me so i'm oh. not complaining <laughs> i was trying to force but to say the original reason but apparently that's not professional to say so we will say that yeah <laughs> i feel like right now you guys should know a lot about your host but yeah um, what what do you mind know a lot about my ho- about their that host? she's very honest and candid and amazing oh no 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 because i, I feel like you know, I was saying what, what, like, if we don't say what it is, I mean, if it's me, I'll be curious on the other end. But at the same, but the whole point is, like, it, it felt like an act of God. Because yeah, no, it was just not like, felt like, guys, it really was because like, how, why wouldn't they file that, you know? Yeah, like, how did they forget? Or how wasn't that filed? How didn't they know that they were supposed to officially file that? And then they were like, because this is the first time we have a case where the person that this happened to is considering coming back to the PhD program. Mm-hmm. And the reason why they really told me to reapply to the program, they were like, we've really been impressed by the way you've handled yes, this entire girl. situation. You stayed here. You stuck by everything, despite everything that mm-hmm. happened. And that was just so impressive. And mm-hmm. we would really love to keep you here. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what? And it's funny because a lot of times I was just like... <laughs> I'm not doing enough, guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> These people would be like, this is the reason why she's no longer in PhD program. So to hear yeah. them say all of that was just like, wow. Exactly. Okay, okay, okay. So I was mm-hmm. really doing the thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> guys. <laughs> and now they will come and be saying, oh, it's racism. It's just, I hate people like, like, okay, let me explain myself. <laughs> like, victimize themselves. I mean, like, if anything happened, they were like, oh, maybe it's because I'm not this. I'm not, you uh, know, like, people who just, like, vict- instead of, like, looking within, they just mm-hmm. automatically blame it on white, poor white people. 
no aside from that like there were, okay i know that happens like yeah, no offense but that definitely happens, happens like in real life yeah aside from that like i always i used to feel like i had ruined opportunities for people like me coming after me because i didn't like prove that we could do the do but you know <laughs> what's do please what's do what's that we don't know i beg of you not do that, the do like do the work. Do yeah, do, do the work. hard work. That do is the work, guys. Even the do is hard work, but like the do like PhD. <laughs> oh my goodness, what is this? Okay, no. Oh my goodness, Lord Jesus. <laughs> okay, but like the hard work of like PhD, the whole grind and grit. Yeah, yeah. like yes, like mm-hmm. yes, that's. Have the grit to like do the research and all of that. So yes, guys, that's my story. Um. If you would like to know more, I guess you can reach out to me. I could tell you more. But yeah, basically, this is what happened. It was a journey. It was interesting. It was a lesson. And I really thank God for the fact that I knew God during this season. And yeah, I, I was God going to ask like, how you were able to deal with depression. Oh, actually. yeah, prayers. Like I, I had a word throughout that year. And it was mm-hmm. from Proverbs 3, verses 5 to 6. And it was trusting Lord with all your heart. Depend not on your own understanding. Mm. Seek his will in all that you do. And he will show you what path to take. Amen to that. And I, I mean, I feel like I held on to that. Not really knowing. Wait, is that Proverbs 3? Yeah, six, Proverbs yeah? 3 verses 5 to 6. I really mm. held on to that. Not really knowing what, how it was relevant to my own situation. I felt like it was very irrelevant sometimes. But it really showed itself. Like, <laughs> the path to take that clearly became apparent because how did this path open back up? I really mm-hmm. thought that initially me getting out of PhD was him trying to put me back on my path. Mm-hmm. But I remember my recruitment advisor told me that this is just a bump in the road. It's just a detour. You're mm-hmm. still going to get to where you wanted to be initially. Mm-hmm. And I just saw all of that manifest and oh, God was exactly. really amazing. My friends, mm-hmm. huge support system. Jeez, these guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every day, guys, I'm unhappy. <laughs> You're happy why no like i used to tell you guys oh, okay, i okay, was not okay. happy and yeah. that they were really there for me my let's family. shout out to them shout out to faith shout out faith Bolo. she called me faith at the start of the i know you guys heard it because i just still had I you called you, just call me, you call me faith what really <laughs> okay shout out to faith shout out to faith shout Bolo. Out to Bolu, Bolu, Ray, Tamori, Tools, of course, but Tools is here. I've been shouting her out since she came here. Yeah. What? Oh, yes, yeah, no, don't I'll say it. Yes, you're being a good host. Oh, yes, gosh, yes. guys. Yes, I am. Like, at this first time, I'm eating like coconut rice. <laughs> Aside the, my second just cook coconut rice. And what are your comments? She has eaten it twice. Yeah, with shrimps. Finished and all the chicken. Well cooked chicken. Wow, and, if, and j- just for shout them, out to my roomie Deidre for the recipe for the chicken. Yes, and just in case, just let's just be benevolent and share the tip. Cook your chicken at 325 degrees Fahrenheit for two hours, right? Yes, <laughs> low and slow, marinated too, guys. Marinated, low, low and slow. Yeah, yeah. Extra tip. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so yeah, that's the story, guys. We are like we're ahead of our time, but I mean, I mean, if you, if you made it to this part, then. I'm happy. Thank you yeah. so much for staying tuned. Also, that's just, yeah, so that's just that's just foolproof that to me that story feels I know then when we say we'll be like, Oh, things happen for a reason, you know, those kind of talk. You would have to say it to console yourself. Exactly. <laughs> but somehow, you know, there's some things that actually happen that make you really now know that my confidence, like my strength, you know the scripture says battle is not to the the weak. No, it's not to the strong or something like that. Or like oh. we, Look at us, by <laughs> Shall, I, I, That's one of my favorite scripture. Exercise nine, also something that talks about how the race is not to the swift, the mm. battle is not to the strong. Like it just makes you remember. I mean, God does not want to put you down, but how you how you never see the future and how He just yeah. works out everything for you. Good to me, that's one of my beautiful parts of being God's friend. You know, just yes, guys. Like he always has your back, even yes, at the end guys. of the day. And even if you didn't get back on the the track, you exactly. still be sure that. You, like there was still something I had for I, him. I was so sure. Like one thing I remember, like just I just told him, what is the lesson you want me to learn, to from, learn from this it. experience? Mm-hmm. Because why is it happening? Look exactly. at me. It's not like I'm not smart. So this must be happening for a reason. reason. Yeah. So yeah, like just trust God. Mm. 
It takes you places, guys. Um, I'm I tra- mean, trust God. Just trust him. And yeah, so what has your job application history been like uh, so yeah. far? Like, I know, I well, we know that. I'm really talking. <laughs> that we know that. No, we're being candid here, girl. Okay, we know guys. that when you <laughs> dropped out of the PhD program, you started trying to apply for jobs because you were like, well, when I'm done with my master's, what's going to happen? So what has your job application process been uh, like? Jeez, guys, it has been a bumpy road. Let mm-hmm. me just tell you, the amount of rejections I've gotten a lot. But um, I think my most memorable experience would be with McKinsey. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. The recruitment process, amazing. Mm-hmm. Even if like I didn't get employed, like, it mm-hmm. was a huge blow for me. Mm-hmm. But it was... It was such a beautiful journey. Like, mm-hmm. I would just say, whenever you're recruiting, just... Enjoy it. Enjoy <laughs> the process. Like, I, I feel like people say these things. Even when you're applying to schools, enjoy the process. Mm-hmm. You There's really nothing like the process of making applications and mm-hmm. exploring the different things that you could possibly do. You learn more do. about yourself. You learn more about yourself. You learn more about things. Like, you'd be surprised how much knowledge you come out of the experience with. I forgot. We didn't even shout out Master's Prep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Master's Prep. Mm-hmm. It's a voluntary organization. NGO. It's kind of like a, it's like non-profit. Yeah, yeah, it's a non-profit and it's geared towards like helping Nigerians that want to apply for masters or grad school in general. Oh, let's put of it Nigeria in the right context actually. So it was Nigeria. founded yeah by two common university eagles actually. And what what it was like shout out to your Okama Chim. Yeah, out. And it was it was just like Oh, you're going for masters. And you know, like, Covenant is like a closing school, even though we're like, we're less than 10,000 and the engineering school, we shall know ourselves. Yeah. And so it was like, oh, you're applying. Come and join the group chat. Oh, you're applying. Join the group chat. And there was just a community that, you know, gingered you to keep, to keep your goal in view and be like, oh, I must get into this school. Yeah. And yeah, so that was it for us. We are part of the group. Yeah. We, we, and we, we eventually of, became admins. Yeah. We kind of founded it. Like, we all were there through the beginning process and our learning process really helped us to like guide other people. People mm-hmm. not to make the same mistakes the same that we women. made, yeah. which were a lot to be sincere, but <laughs> just to give extra tips, yeah, know, and just a, bit, a few more tips. So, yeah, shout out to Master's Prep. Yeah, there's something I want to bring up from your recruiting the feedback they gave you. Oh, yeah, do you want to share that for like engineering students who uh, might be recruiting to McKinsey? Um, I mean, I, I won't share the feedback, but I will share some valuable advice, yes, ma. Prepare, like, <laughs> I feel like people really underestimate consulting, recruitment. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's wild. It's mm-hmm. really wild, guys. It's a lot. So mm-hmm. just be very prepared. Like, don't underestimate how much time you're going to need to prepare for it. You don't need to practice a million and one cases like a lot of books suggest <laughs> sincerely. Mm-hmm. But you need to practice the skills that you need to solve cases. So even if you're mm-hmm. practicing just 10, make sure that you know exactly what you're doing. You don't need to memorize things but just and yeah know exactly what you're doing practice your math practice your structuring business cases even even the business cases they're not absolutely necessary just like learn practice practice how to think in a structure even Mm -hmm. for life like i feel like knowing how to think like that in life helps you generally with those cases Mm -hmm. so yeah practice like practice if in case i've not said it enough practice <laughs> and don't practice mindlessly like hone your skills pick yeah. one skill and sharpen it until you know that i'm actually really good at this thing right now and i can move to the next thing yeah but i don't think i've officially mentioned this episode that 10 cornell so i took a course taught by professor randy allen first female partner at deloitte ever and she would always like tell us how to think um like analytically and all that. So I remember even recruiting for the big red consulting, which was in school, which is like a um internship taking with credit and all that. And I remember I didn't get in because the girl my recruiter gave me feedback that I did not think I wasn't I did not think with the business skills required for a business, something like that. Because really? they asked me with the pandemic, like in Ithaca, all we have is probably like the snow ring what are you, ice skating rink or something uh-huh. so it's like what what do you suggest for the business now that there's the pandemic like out since like they can't no longer do indoor skating or something i don't remember exactly i think i was giving the engineering where i was saying things like they should check climate for when snow is coming mm-hmm. <laughs> you know i was like saying so many fires oh. and she was like you were not thinking like business-wise so uh. That's something to look out for for insurance there. So just to wrap up in the next like 10 minutes, wrap up, I'm just going to ask you some fun questions. Oh. Um, okay, now you mentioned fitness, you know, like staying fit, which helped you during yeah. the depressing times. So what else do you do for fun? 
Oh, you, like in the America, how do you live your best life, girl, guys. when you're not PhD and GRA or <laughs> TA? Actually, yeah, guys. So, in case I didn't mention, I feel that I did. I'm in Texas, and I think before I came here, I didn't realize how amazing Texas was. Almost <laughs> everything you want to find is here. Mm-hmm. So, let me go back. Wait, myself. wait, sorry, what do you mean? Everything, every kind of landscape you want to find. What's is landscape? Here. I'm coming now. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't think, like, I don't know. I didn't think that there were beaches in Texas, which is very silly of me because there's oil here, so that's there's water somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So, um, yeah, I've, I've just been going around Texas especially with the pandemic like there's really nothing you can do a lot of things are outdoors like the things you can do are outdoors so i've been going around texas i've been to south padre island with my roommates oh jeez, if not for that girl i really would be inside my room doing nothing but yeah she's amazing in case i didn't mention that but yes i've been i've been to south padre island i've been to the hill country where they brew wine <laughs> i've done this or that with my friend tolo <laughs> We're not we're, we're here to record that. But so yeah. I'm going to do it for this episode. Yeah. Um. Oh, what? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. So I've just I've just like explored around Texas. Like, just use your car. Drive if you have a car. Drive around. If, if you many, don't have a car. If you if you if you don't have a car, um, depending budget on where your you bus are, fees. You, you can budget bus fees. You can also hike. Um. Mm-hmm. People like that. I've never actually gone hiking. Before. I know when we came here, it's face because she's in Austin. Everybody hikes here, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there's something important. You know, yesterday when we went out, like the bus ticket lasts for 24 hours. If I were living in Austin, Texas, I would plan my outing so that my bus ticket would not waste. Like I would plan it that okay, I'm going to take. That's the only Jebu part I remember. Like you guys know, Tolu is a planner. So, so if like if I'm going to go out today, since it's 24 hours, I will plan it today, tomorrow. It must not waste. I cannot use it for only one outing. It's not paying me that that bus. It was only for one place you went to, but it's okay. On that time, we entered bus three times because I missed my way. Yeah, and it lasts, and, and bus ticket here in Austin, Texas, right? Last for 24 hours. Yeah, 24 so, hours. I mean, if you don't have a car, yeah, you can, you can use walk. the bus. Yeah, just hike. There's you so can many walk, fun things. Right? Austin is also a great place, just in case you want to come here for school. Just hit me up. Okay. Hit me up, guys. So, yeah, you're going to share. If I just share now, like, where... Where would you where would you be most accessible? Um you can media? find me on LinkedIn. My name on LinkedIn is Pearl Abwe, P-E-A-R-L-A-B-U-E. Mm-hmm. You can find me on Instagram for y'all. Um, my handle there is also Pearl underscore Abwe. You can find me on Twitter. My handle my sister there is Twitter. Thanks. Twitter, guys. Sorry. Before Whatever. you for me accent, but it's still Twitter, Sha. Like it's Twitter. Twitter. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. So you can find me on Twitter on at abwe underscore p. I honestly have like an academic account, but I can't remember it right now. Anyway, what do you mean academic account? Like an account where I follow all the academia people because my in my original Twitter account has so much amebo okay. going on there. So it's just disappear. yeah. So the question. Um. Yeah. So you can find me on those places. Just. Just send me a DM and like, yeah, don't, like, don't do that hi and wait for me to reply hi back. Just say hi, go straight to the point. I don't exactly. think it's rude. It's, it's pretty sharp and I can like, give you your no, answers. Exactly. No need for small talk. Like, yeah. let's get to just, the point. Just tell me what you want. I'm going to help you out. I don't mind it. So yeah. yeah. Guys, so we have talked about your financial life, your spiritual life quite. Okay. We haven't yeah. really talked about this. We know that you're a woman of faith. Oh God. We please. have spoken about your physical life. So you do fitness sometimes. Are you run fitness programs with your friend? Shout out to Lade. Ooh, shout out to Lade for keeping me fit. Um, we've talked about your, I think you know how to process your mental health. Cause I know every time like social media annoys you, you just take a break or unfollow people or mute them it's and all that. But now to the to the part. So what has your dating life been? Oh like? my god. Yes, geez. I'm going to drag you into that. You know, <laughs> I'm serious. Let's let's be honest. Like most people who are listening to this also fear. Oh no, I mean most of you might have relationships you still keep from Nigeria uh, and from other places. Uh, but I know now like a lot of us use Tinder, Hinge. Oh, please don't use Tinder as the ghetto. Apparently Hinge is also the ghetto, but guys, we'll what else? What else they use? Tinder Bumble. Hinge. Bumble. Bumble, yeah. I know like that is also a theme for some people. Bumble for the ladies. <laughs> Gosh. But like for some of us or for some people who are concerned, like, oh, I'm not going to actually meet a nice person, a nice guy, a nice girl. What like what what has your dating life been like? Having able to stay sane, having able to 
think out your love life or is your love life right now hinged on God and finding out hinged on God I mean that is <laughs> valid what do you mean by that like for me I think for my <laughs> spiritual work is I want to discover the love of God first. Mm. so I mean I'm so there's going to come a point in my life where God is going to actually be my boyfriend <laughs> okay okay for I think time. I've passed through I think I've passed through yeah, that yeah I haven't gotten there yet um yeah. <laughs> um so I mean the one thing I can really say to you guys is to go out. Like, don't be in your house and expect to meet anyone. Mm-hmm. So go out. One, two, be open-minded. Host get-togethers at Host your house. Host get-togethers at your house. Host game you nights. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I've we've me and my roommate. I mostly hired though. We hosted one game night with like with the Nigerian students here. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. So host game nights. Go out. Join organizations. Like. Mm-hmm. I won't say put yourself out there with the mindset to meet someone, but the truth yeah. is, if you don't put yourself out there, like to just experience things, you're not going to meet anyone. I agree. So yeah, like be intentional about meeting people. Be intentional yeah. about meeting, like not just for romantic, romantic relationships, yeah. like just like to meet people. And you know, friends. You find so many, and so that they can people. invite you to their weddings. Like yes, that's so important to me. <laughs> yes, guys. Because I love to attend weddings. Yes, yeah. guys. So that you can go to some weddings because we love to get dressed up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so do that uh, um, recently though the because i've been trying to you know based on because of the pandemic actually guys uh i got on hinge that that has been an interesting experience nothing really fruitful has come out of that but it has been don't fun. lie don't lie um <laughs> don't lie that not <laughs> what do you mean by don't lie there's something almost fruitful what is there anything actually fruitful? I okay, mean, if you say there so. have been interesting people, nice friendships mostly that mm. are blossoming from Hinge. Um, but yeah, yeah, just just do that. Like, go out, stop, don't stay in your house. Nothing happens in the house. Mm-hmm. There, so, okay, last thing. Any advice for people coming to UT Austin, Texas? Mm, it's well, hot when it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, how is that? But like. It's just prepare for the heat. I think it's quite quite anyway. People say that if it's not Lagos sun, at least we can do. Yeah. But um, for coming here, um, any just, advice to anyone applying here? You yeah. Know, oh, applying for the application the process. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I would say be as authentic as you can be. Of course, people are interested in knowing about your academic successes, but people also want to know that you're a person outside of your academics. Um, so always make sure you project that part of yourself. Um, reach out to people when you have questions, connect with people on LinkedIn. If you're go- coming here for a PhD, connect with the professors, look at professors and be sure that you're really interested in the research that they have going on and mm-hmm. don't just come here blindly. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're coming for a PhD, I mean, I know a lot of people come for a PhD with the mindset of what they want to do, but be open-minded when you get here and be ready to explore different things. Like there are so many research things you can explore that are just so amazing you would be so like oh god i can't even explain research is so interesting when you hear what people do the innovations Mm -hmm. so come here with an open mind ready to dip into anything and make magic (laughs) in summary (laughs) thank you make magic again again make magic that's fine okay if you know you know know what you're saying (laughs) Please use use actual words. Sis. This, is like, this is an academic pr- platform. Oh uh, yeah, okay. Guys. Okay, so to wrap up, uh, <laughs> so we're supposed to do a TikTok video, but I haven't feeling up to it. But I'm going to ask you those questions instead. So let's go one minute, or less than one minute, drill. Okay. Lipstick or lip gloss? Lip gloss. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Please help, help, <laughs> help me to shout out to me that brought coffee from me. Oh, Toes brought me Nescafe three in one. See guys. you guys. Please, if you're coming here to bring for me, I'm Excuse never me. ashamed. They were laughing at me that I don't have space in my box. <laughs> but still, these are packing for my friends. So much love, so much love. I love love. So, single or taken? Single. <laughs> so single. Very single. Definitely single. <laughs> Maybe when this. In fact, no. Single dress. Oh no no no. Okay okay no. Let's no let's not reveal that. Yes. If it's let's let maybe in if it's fact single single. single. <laughs> but let you can professor. If you free to professor. Taken in Jesus' name. Yes, girl. Podcast comes out. Amen. Guys. To in that. case you're looking for me, you know where to find me. <laughs> Money or love? Love. Ooh. No, but you told me it was hard to choose. You can get, because you can have both love and money. Yeah. Why do you have to choose, right? Yes. Why do you have to choose one when you can have both? Okay. Yes, ma'am. Beards or no beards? Beards. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> slim or... No, let's not do that. <laughs> I was going to say slim or plump. 
<laughs> it's so funny. What are the what are the feminism they use for fat these days? Plus size, <laughs> oversize, plump. <laughs> what what's the your feminism they use for short? I don't know. Petite. Not so tall. <laughs> tall or short? Tall. Okay. Taller than me. I'm quite short, guys. <laughs> Homebody or going out body? Oh, that oh my god, Homebody though. So much for the advice to go out. So much. <laughs> I go out when I when I absolutely need to. <laughs> absolutely need to. I do go out. K drama, that's Korean drama or American drama. K drama, guys, you need all the feels. You need to feel the feels. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Like Korean drama has a stronger storyline. Thanks to Pale and shout out to you, Neme. I now watch Crash Landing on You. I recommend it any day, any time because it just shows me the beauty of the Korean culture. Maybe not the beauty, but the depth. Whatever. <laughs> Movies or series? Series. What? <laughs> Bolo, I'm coming for your friendship with Pearl. <laughs> Shout out to you both. Tolu and Bolu, guys. Okay, oh, nah, nice, nice. No, it's fine. No feelings. So we're big women. If you choose Bolu, that's fine. Jesus will always be my friend. I always tell you guys that. So you guys, you guys know, for as many of you who keep squad, you know that there's always, there's, there are always still the two people who are closest than the other. We're, we're a group of six, right? Yes. Or five. There are always still like mini friendships in between. So just always know your place. Why you you want us to cobai you as your <laughs> place? No, I'm not like cobai, but like it's valid advice. I mean, because there's some people that take friendships so pee. But oh well, whatever. So thank you so much for listening to Thanks, the guys. end of this podcast. I'm so proud of you if you made it to the end. So this was Pearl, I'm so happy. Thank you so much for coming on I'm this. I'm so excited show. Here, I can't wait to release it. So, but I'm thinking, I'm a master student. Should I release PhD first or not? But oh, whatever, we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So Bye please guys. make sure to listen, yes. share, subscribe, and follow rate. on Spotify. Yes, rate on Apple mm-hmm. Podcasts. Rate everywhere. Rate everywhere that needs it. Send it to all your PhD friends. Oh gosh, yes. What share else? it on Twitter. Yes. What else? Send it to me. Make sure you ask me when you listen to it and add tools to it. Yeah, on Twitter, I am at Tolu Olukomi. And if you, when you listen to this, if you have more questions about UT Austin, send an email to the non immigrant student dot. No, the non immigrant student at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, and of course, like the non immigrants, there's no hyphen or anything. Non and immigrant double M. Yeah, so. Just send it to the non-immigrant student at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram, the non-immigrant student. And let me know if you have any questions. Please engage with the podcast. And let me know what you enjoyed most about this. Also, let me know what more you'd like to hear. I have so, I have so many guests planned out. I'm, I just need the right time to be able to invite them here. If you need, just let me know anything you need to know about moving, studying abroad. Yeah, so I will, I will hook you up. Trust me. I know people. <laughs> I want connected. Is that a song? I don't think so. It okay. Be a song by the time this comes out. <laughs> Whatever. Sign out. Signing out, guys. Bye. Bye.